Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane, dumps it out the horse, packs it for three. Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself. Oh my gosh, it's over. Windy City Assassin does it again. The NBA Draft Lottery is set. There are rumors swirling about free agency as the conference finals start and the NBA finals come around the corner. There is so much to get to after a week off here on the Believe in Bulls podcast on the Believe Network presented by BetOnline.ag. I am your host, Nick Schultz. It's great to be back. Yes, I was off last week. Spent the last seven days in Washington, D.C. My brother graduated from the George Washington University and commissioned into the United States Navy the same weekend, that was a jam-packed three days for us. Just total proud brother moment. you got to indulge me for a second. My brother is the newest ensign in the United States Navy. He's heading to flight school. It's going to be awesome. I'm so proud of him. Just over the moon. Took so many pictures. We got back yesterday, back into the groove today on the pod. And while I was gone, there were rumors swirling about a certain big man from Phoenix after the way their series ended. DeAndre Ayton's name has come up. People have been talking about possibilities with the Bulls. I want to look at how viable that option is and what it could take to get DeAndre Ayton, who is a restricted free agent. But before we do that, though, I have to tell you about our great sponsor, BetOnline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures, the NFL schedule, Came out last week. The conference finals are going on in the NBA. Winners of those series go on to the NBA finals, even though my pick is out the window. Thanks, Milwaukee. A lot going on. You've also got the PGA Championship coming up this weekend at Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tiger Woods is playing. That's going to be a big deal. Second tournament of the year. Second tournament since the accident. First one since the Masters. Bet online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan-favorite Vegas and casino poker games. What are you waiting for? It's really easy to get started. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B-L-E-A-V to get that 50% welcome bonus. Bet online. It's where the game starts. So DeAndre Ayton's name is a name I've thrown around a little bit here as I tease some free agent frenzy and some off-season primers. He is a restricted free agent with the Phoenix Suns. I mean, what more do you have to say about the guy? Number one overall pick in 2018, big part of Phoenix's success the last few years down low. He's a rebounding machine. He can score. He's just the big presence that it seems like the Bulls need. Because I have been adamant all year, the Bulls need size. Yes, Nikola Vucevic does the job. And I've said that before. He, I, I'm not a Vuce hater. I'm not one of those that's going to stand out here and say, oh, they shouldn't have traded Wendell Carter for him. No, I am perfectly fine trading Wendell Carter, and I'm going to tell you why Wendell Carter's days in Orlando might be numbered if the draft lottery is any indication. More on that in the second half of the show. But I am perfectly fine with the Vucevic trade. I want to be very, very clear. I am not saying this should be a replacement for Vucevic. I think Vuce is very capable. I think he had some rough shooting games this year, and the three-point stroke was gone. 
I think he needs to get that back. I think he can do that. But you also need a bigger body, a defensive presence. DeAndre Ayton would do that because Vooch, as we knew, I said this on the podcast immediately after the trade. You can go back and look. Vooch is a defensive liability. That's why the criticism about the deal was so loud because he is a liability on defense. We saw that this year. He is not a rim protector. They missed Patrick Williams. Tristan Thompson just wasn't the answer, man. I thought he could have been at first. I was really happy with his first couple games. He just wasn't the answer. So the Bulls need size. I think feasibly, you could move Vooch to the four if you want to go big. I've not done a real big case study on that. I have not looked at the possibilities, the lineup combinations. But anything should be on the table. And I think Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley showed they're willing to take the big swings. Look at the DeMar DeRozan deal. That was a huge swing. It was a huge roll of the dice considering how long DeMar's been in the league and the amount of money they're paying him. What they gave up, not so much, but it's more the contract itself. That seemed to work out. So you have a front office that is proven to be aggressive. They are willing to go out, get the big name, and get this team ready to win right now. And I think with that in mind, we need to talk about the possibility of DeAndre Ayton to the Bulls. Now, there might be some issues there in Phoenix. You know, Phoenix got blown out in Game 7. That was that was ugly. I turned it off. I had it on in my hotel room. I turned it off. And Monty Williams, after the game, because Ayton didn't play a lot of minutes, he was asked, why didn't DeAndre Ayton play more? And Monty Williams said, that's internal. So is there something going on there with the Suns? This is the NBA. Is something going on there? It sure seems like it. So that's why we're going to have this conversation. For those of you who don't know much about DeAndre Ayton, maybe you're new to the NBA, didn't follow the game much, didn't follow anyone outside the Bulls. DeAndre Ayton was the number one overall pick in 2018 out of Arizona. There are issues there at Arizona with potential, what was it, getting paid, endorsement deals or something. Deals that basically if DeAndre Ayton was playing in college now, he wouldn't have had these issues. So that's nothing major. He came out of Arizona. Phoenix drafted him. He averaged over the last four years 16.3 points, 10.5 rebounds, and 30.7 minutes a game. So he can play the minutes as needed. And I say again, he would fill a huge need on this team because the Bulls just need to get bigger and tougher. All year, they struggled against teams that had bigger players. Look at the Giannis Antetokounmpo's of the world. Giannis just terrorized the Bulls. Look at Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid ran through the Bulls. They need bigger bodies to compete in this league. It's not all go small, five out. No, you've got to have a guy down low who can compete with some of these bigger guys. Even with Boston, Boston's in the conference finals. They've got Robert Williams. With Miami, you got Bam Adebayo. The Bulls have Nikola Vucevic. And Vuce had a rough year from a scoring standpoint, and especially a defensive standpoint. If you can bring in a guy like DeAndre Ayton, it would be great. However, there's a but here. He is a restricted free agent, which means it might have to be a sign and trade to get him. And I know people have joked about, oh, Zach Levine for DeAndre Ayton. No, that, that, nah, uh, that's not going to happen. But beyond that, do the Bulls have the pieces to feasibly trade for DeAndre Ayton in a sign and trade? You've got Kobe White. I think Kobe White could be an attractive trade piece. Anyone else? Would you throw Patrick Williams in there? I probably wouldn't. I would probably throw Kobe White in there because after the playoffs and the way the regular season ended, I'm done with the Kobe White experience. Uh, if they want to trade him, if they can get something for him, I'm all for it. I was anti-trade Kobe White at the trade deadline. Now, trade him. Just 
get it over with, bring in another shooter, someone who's a little more consistent, let Kobe get a change of scenery and find a role there because he kind of got moved to the bench. He started under Boylan. It was a weird situation for Kobe. I am ready to move on from the Kobe White experience. So maybe he could be a piece you could throw in there. Other than that, who else? It's not just going to be Kobe White for DeAndre Ayton straight up. That's not going to happen. I don't think Phoenix wants to get him out of town that bad. If they even want to get him out of town that bad. I mean, Tony Bradley? Really? That's not an option. Troy Brown Jr.? No, that's not exciting at all. It would probably, could you maybe throw an Alex Caruso in there? They would be all over an Alex Caruso deal, but you don't want to trade Alex Caruso. He's one of your building blocks of this team. Zach Levine is an unrestricted free agent. I'm not sure how feasible a sign and trade is with an unrestricted free agent. That's just my lack of experience in this regard. I know it is with restricted free agents. Lonzo? No. DeMar? No. I'm literally just running through the roster here to tell you that I'm not sure if this is even feasible. A sign and trade would probably be the most likely option. Now, Phoenix can always renounce his rights. They can just say, we're not going to bring him back. He was a restricted free agent. We're going to renounce it. We're not going to match an offer. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent now. That's when the Bulls can, okay, let's just go get a deal done. It all is going to stem from the Zach Levine decision. Do the Bulls max Zach Levine? I talked about that a couple weeks ago. Go back and listen to that to find out a little bit on the salary cap situation, how it would impact free agency, etc., etc. There's a lot that needs to happen before we start talking about spending big money on free agents. But I would be all for DeAndre Ayton in a Bulls uniform. I would not be against it at all. Now, Rudy Gobert is another name that Bulls fans have been cheering and hollering about. I would want nothing to do with him. DeAndre Ayton, I think he would be a really good piece for this team. He's a big body. He's proven he can play tough defense. And he can score and rebound. You compare him with Vucevic? Oh, man. That's a good one-two punch. I just don't know if it's feasible. We're going to see how this plays out. This is all preliminary rumors, people's speculation. I don't know if the Bulls have even been connected to him. I know Bulls fans have been talking about DeAndre Ayton to the Bulls. I want to talk about that on this pod because he's a name that very much intrigues me as we head into this year's free agency cycle. Shifting gears quite a bit. The NBA draft lottery is set. That happened Tuesday night on ESPN. I actually watched the lottery, even though the Bulls didn't have a ping pong ball in the thing for the first time in five years. It was actually really cool not sitting there going, okay, where are the Bulls going to fall this year? Are they going to fall down the board again? I'm perfectly fine with that. But I did want to watch it because of my job covering college basketball day in, day out. And Orlando has number one pick this year. Oklahoma City is number two. Houston, number three. Sacramento, number four. Detroit, number five. I think the top three of the Magic, the Thunder, the Rockets are in really good position to land a franchise player because I've said all along, my top three in this year's draft are Paolo Boncaro from Duke, Jabari Smith from Auburn, and Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga. If it's me, and again, I have been outspoken of this no matter who the number one pick would have been, I think with the Magic situation, I think Paolo Boncaro would be a really good fit with the Magic alongside Franz Wagner. And as I teased at the beginning of the show, that's why with these top three picks, Wendell Carter's days in Orlando might be numbered just because I will take any one of these guys over Wendell all day, every day. I just think Wendell's just a good player on a bad team. He was that way with the Bulls. Good player on the bad team with the Magic. And I think any one of these guys is going to come in and take some minutes from him. The Bulls, again, are at number 18. Some mock drafts have them taking. I saw one that had Walker Kessler, who is my guy, from Auburn. You know, I've been very, very outspoken 
about Walker Kessler to the Bulls. He is my pick if he's available. It sounds like he will be available there based on some of these mock drafts. This one from ESPN has the Bulls taking Jeremy Sohan from Baylor. He's a 6'8 forward. I wouldn't be opposed to that necessarily. He was a good player for Baylor this year. And that's from ESPN. CBS Sports has the Bulls taking Kessler at 18. I'm fine with that. Tari Eason from LSU is in USA Today's mock draft to the Bulls. I Again, none of these picks are bad to me. You don't want to take a guard is the biggest thing. I think Kessler would be the best fit just from a size standpoint. You need size, and he was the National Defensive Player of the Year for a reason. He's my top choice if he's available at 18. But again, any one of these forwards, any one of these bigs, it's tough to project late in the first round of the draft. If they were in the lottery, this would be a whole different conversation. I'm really glad they're not because that was my expectation this year was the Bulls to be a top six team, or I'm sorry, a top five team. They ended up being top six, and I did not want them in the lottery. They were not, and I'm perfectly fine being in this position of, okay, that's where they're at. Who's going? Who could be available down there? And any one of these guys, Sohan, Eason, Kessler, as long as they don't take a guard, I think this is a successful draft for the Bulls. Now, the draft's coming up June 23rd. That's a little more than a month away. Going to have some different prospects I'm going to dive into. Once the picture becomes clearer, because we're not even 24 hours out of the lottery as I record this podcast. So there's going to be a lot that falls into place. Some sourcing from around the NBA. Reports are going to come out. We're going to find out where some of these guys are going to go, and that'll make this a little easier. But I'm going to pick out some prospects. I told you about Walker Kessler a while back. I'm going to pick more. We're going to go through them with my experience covering the game this year. See how they'd fit in with the Bulls' current roster situation. Look at the free agency picture, so on and so forth. It's going to be a lot of fun. Meanwhile, the playoffs are still going on. Conference finals, Celtics heat for the East. Warriors, Mavericks in the West. RIP to my finals pick. I picked the Milwaukee Bucks to win it all again. Ended up falling to Boston in seven games. I, Yeah, I was kind of resolved to that fact. When Middleton didn't come back, they really needed him. The Bucks did. Bucks desperately needed Chris Middleton. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown rose to the occasion. Big thing now, Marcus Smart's hurt. What's that going to do going forward? If he's healthy, I think the Celtics win this series. If not, I think the Heat do. So I think he I think he does come back based on just, you know, my gut feeling about the injury and day-to-day nature. I'm picking the Celtics and the Warriors to be in the finals. I'm picking Golden State to win it all. Yes, I'm going to do this after each round. That's just the way I work because my pick is out. All along, I was saying Milwaukee was going to beat Phoenix. Well, they both lost. So now we're changing things around. We're just going to keep doing this as we go. Again, I think the Celtics beat the Heat because I think they get Marcus Smart back, and that is just massive going up against a team like Miami. I think Golden State's going to wind up beating Dallas just because they've got more experience. I value experience. I did that with March Madness in college. I do it in the professional level with the NBA. I really think Golden State has the experience, along with Klay Thompson back as well. He's part of that experience. I think that's a huge factor, and I think that's why they're the favorite to win it all now. At least that they're my favorite. Then again, I picked the Bucks. So what do I know? We're going to do a lot of this. We're going to do a lot of bouncing around with free agency, the draft, and the playoffs going on. Once the playoffs are done, we're going to be heavy draft. It's going to be a lot of moving parts on here as we enter the offseason. Either way, it's going to be fun. We're going to continue to have fun. We're going to try and tie in some Bulls ties. We probably might do some NBA big picture stuff. We'll see how it goes as we go on. Not really a set plan here as we go forward. Other than I will be here every Wednesday from here on out. I am done with my vacations, my trips. I should be here every Wednesday the rest of the way. 
Looking forward to talking the NBA offseason, free agency, draft, everything with you here on Believe in Bulls, presented by BetOnline.ag here on the Believe Network. See you back here next week for more fun hypotheticals, free agent talk. We're going to get some more clarification on rules. There's a lot that's going to come out in the next seven days. Hope you'll join me then. Have an awesome week, everybody. Stay safe, stay healthy. See you next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 